welcome back you guys to another episode on the she said he said they said podcast with your girl mr need love and mr e it's been a minute how's everything everything is everything everything is i mean it's as good as it can be but how about everything with you how is your classes and job search and uh well uh classes is just um it's it's um <laughs> oh my goodness i don't even know i don't even know why i asked that question he ain't gonna never hear about your mouth about classes no classes have been a very testing situation this semester that's all i'm gonna say on that situation okay um work i will be working from home i'm getting ready to do my training on that so i'm what, trying to what, see how that's gonna go working from home doing you know um, doing what? it's like customer care it's whatever company you work through so oh, it may oh. be it's a platform where they have different companies that are looking for people to do work from home for oh, customer care oh, um so I'll be doing that from home for myself. And so um, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I have the option of having my own business, but you know, oh, I'm, wow. I'm medical field, you know, to the core. Yeah. So um, I don't know, we'll see how it goes. And if I can handle the stress of dealing with that type of customer care, it's an option for me. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. You know, God is still working on me. Uh, you know, I know. So. Yeah, it's gonna. It's been very testing of me. Yeah, but you but, yeah. Always seem to be a, a pretty, uh, I mean, uh, polite person to people. You know what's funny? Someone else told me that um, that, and I remember when I was telling a friend of mine that I was planning on doing it. And when you're looking up, when you we're talking about customer care, uh, customer service, I've always been doing customer service when I assist the patient because you are assisting them and you have to make sure. Right their needs are met but there is a difference you know what i mean because um sometimes because i'm like that like if i call somewhere and my stuff ain't right or i'm calling insurance people and they give me the runaround i'm gonna get flustered (laughs) and depending on who is on the other end of that phone call and their energy in the way that i receive their energy that's going to dictate the energy that i give back you know what i mean because if you give me yes can i help you uh (laughs) <laughs> yes I'm calling because of this that or the other um you have your member number see when you give me that type of energy I'm already put on guard I'm already getting ready for your stupidity that's about to come yeah, so that's what I mean of that, though, right, you, right. You that, so that means that person, right? exactly okay. but I I'm just cause I'm that other person don't mean I human that don't mean like I'm you know you could call me yes Y'all turn my stuff out. Why y'all turn my stuff? Cause you ain't paid. I can't say that. For real me, you want to be like, cause you ain't pay your bill. You know, you don't pay your bill. You need to cut you out. You can't say that though. You know what I mean? If Shaquanda called like that, you gotta, you gotta be like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Can you give me your member number so I can look into your account? I can't promise you. God's gonna be moving that type of way inside of me every time. Because she goes, don't y'all already have that? Y'all have Exactly. That. Well, ma'am, I need to know for sure that I'm talking to Laquana Shaquita Lamanaka Lasica. Is this Lamanaka Lasica? 
You know what I mean? Like, I need to know. Like, look, don't come. Because it's been testing. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, the professors, you know what's w- weird with me? Mm-hmm. Um, With the professors, you know how, and you've probably heard me talk about this before, before we took this whole year off of recording. Mm-hmm. I said that. I went there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's had not been a year. <laughs> anyway, you can like a professor. You're like, oh my God, I really like this professor. You know, they're really nice. And then all of a sudden, one thing go wrong. You're like, you know what? This professor here, then something else go wrong. Ooh, this professor going to make me tell him something. And then something else happen. I don't like him. I really don't like him. Like, like, I just, ooh, I just don't like him. That's why I met one of my professors for sure. Like, he is wow. a good professor. Like, if I say he's not a good professor, that would be me just being frustrated because of hiccups that have happened. But he is a good professor. It's more like a hybrid class because a majority of the assignments is online. Oh, okay. So it's more oh, really? tech, it's more lab, it's more hands-on in the class. And the lectures are very short. Like this professor with AP does not do a lot of talking at all. Oh. His lectures are more of demonstrations and labs. And I think that's why I like him a lot. <clears throat> but he has this thing about him where it's my way or no way and I don't care. Right? So say for instance, you you I'm your professor, right? And I'm telling you y'all have this assignment. Y'all have assignment nine and 10 that's due up online. Assignment nine is a submission alone. Chapter 10 is a submission alone. You cannot submit them both at the same time, right? Wow. You do your assignments, they're separate assignments because when you upload it on your computer, assignment nine is is, is on a site by, on a page by itself. You download assignment 10, that's on assignment by yourself. So once you finish it, you're finishing on wherever you upload, whatever you download it at, right? So when you submitting it, you go directly to nine and then you have to submit chapter nine assignment. This is the thing, you review it before you upload it. Now, yes, yeah, some people may not pay attention to what they're uploading and they may accidentally upload 10, but you're looking at it, you see it's that's chapter nine right you go to chapter 10 you get ready to admit to submit it it hit submit it asks you choose a upload so that means you got to go on your computer your desktop or whatever and choose what you're gonna what you're gonna upload right right you choose what you're gonna upload you upload chapter 10 on your end you see chapter 10 on the on the professor it sees you did chapter 9 correctly but when you got the chapter 10, what you did was you uploaded chapter 9 and 10 together. But in order for you to have done that on your end, that means you uploaded chapter 9, closed your computer, closed that off, and then went to chapter 10 and submitted both of them together. But with it being that you don't know how to do that, you know you didn't do that. Right. But yet on their end, it's showing that you submitted both of them together. Right? right. You later learn that he's not going to excuse it because he's saying you didn't submit 10, you submitted 9 and 10 together for chapter 10. Now you got your points for 9, but you're not getting your points for 10 because it's 9 and 10, so technically it's not correct, right? So you're telling them, you 
take a picture, you show them what you see on your end because you don't see what they saying. It's a technical issue. So because if because it's a late technical issue, you don't get your points. Wow. Right? Oh, so that's a hard pill to swallow when it's not something that you've done. Yeah. Right? So then when you get in class, you realize it's not just you. There are other students that have the same issue. So then I come and I say, you know what? I'm so sorry that you had issues with your with your submission. Next time, recheck and confirm that you did that. So now you're patronizing me. Because if you're seeing what I see, you know I didn't do that. Right. You know I didn't accidentally send the wrong thing up there. You know right. this. Right. You're saying that because you know that other students have the same problem and you're trying to excuse your right. stance on things because you know in your heart of hearts it's not fair. So you move on to the next thing. Then they tell you, all these assignments is due this day, blah, blah, blah. Right? Right, right. We're going to be out for the 4th. So after the 4th, you have nothing due until the following Tuesday, right? Right. Come to find out, you got a assignment that's due that Thursday night. <laughs> no. Before 10 o'clock. But because that professor said, you don't have nothing due until the following Tuesday. You took his word for it. So you back, you had you go home, you doing your homework because you like, you know what, I'm gonna be ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and upload chapter 11 and chapter 12 because I'm gonna be ahead. That way I can study. You go in and just submit it. Uh uh, baby, it's locked. Well, why is locked? Well, what had happened? So you email the professor and you like, you know what, chapter 11 is locked. I can't live, blah, blah, blah. You don't get a response back. You go back, you look, and you're like, oh, it was due tonight. Well, he said we ain't had nothing else to do. So then you, re- you go back and you're like, you know what? disregard clearly when you said nothing was done you were not talking about today clearly i misunderstood you so disregard right right no reply from this professor nothing right right and following tuesday after class people are complaining people are saying well you said this and blah 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 he's like i did not say that so me being the petty person that i am i record you know what i'm saying i record <laughs> So I said, no, you had said, let me, re- yeah, you had said that, let me replay it. So, you know, I'm replaying it, not, you know. So then after class, he comes and he emails you. I have been in your class, baby. You had three days, three. Actually, you had four, but I'm just gonna give you three. You had at least three days to reply to me about that message that you got. Wow. You never replied back, but because you got students in your class complaining about the same thing that I misunderstood because clearly I thought I was slow, but of course everybody in your classroom was slow because everybody took the same stance on it. Nobody turned in that assignment. Wow. Nobody. I thought it was just a few of us, but I found out Thursday gone that nobody did that assignment. Nobody. Because they didn't know because they thought when he said that, that what he had said was what it was. We ain't know no better. We were slow. But anyway, enough small talk. We're not going to keep the jibber-jabber. You guys, we have some topics that we wanted to kind of talk about. We, we, when we talk about this one topic, we're talking about election 2020. It's kind of scary, right? Um, Of who may be the final say in who may be the president. 
And at this point, you're kind of thinking anybody but what's in there is probably a good candidate. That's what I'm thinking. But I don't want to have that type of mindset. And then you end up with someone that looks one way, talks one way, but they have a hidden agenda. You know what I mean? And I think that's why so many people had a problem with uh, former President Barack Obama because they thought he was going to be a puppet and he wasn't. But at the same time, so many of the black and brown community thought, oh, we got a black person. We got a brother up in there. You know, they're going to help a sister out. Well, technically he did. But I think what they wanted was for him to like buy them houses and mules and things like that because he was a brother. Didn't happen. So because he didn't do that, he didn't do nothing. He was a sellout. He didn't help his community. He didn't give back. I don't know what they wanted him to do besides buying him a, them a house and a mule. But right, so I, I I don't I don't quite understand that. When the last election happened, um, I'm trying to find a good word. What's a good word? I don't know. I was so um surprised. I was so caught off guard. It was so very unexpected. Really? Uh, yeah, because I just knew in my heart of hearts that there's no way the country that I live in and, you know, that I love, good, bad, and the ugly, would ever, ever elect this person as a president. Never. If they said, Anita, put your life on the line, I would have put my life on the line that this country would not have elected Trump. Being honest. Now we talk about, you know, the illegalness of Russia, which Russia did play a part in it, right? Russia did play a part in it. That's the truth. Right. But there were still so many people that voted for him, additional to Russia. So that in itself is scary. When you looked at the Mueller outcome. What did you think? Did you even read the outcome of their report? Well, when he come back with like, it, 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 we did not collude. You, you know, it, it, we we didn't rule the president out, but we could. Right. Okay, come on now. Because then you think you thinking like, well, what he did then? Because exactly. everything I'm reading was illegal. Right. Criminal activity. I mean, everybody, your your competent people are getting prosecuted or taking deals, but you don't know nothing about it. You ain't have you you weren't privy to what they was doing. They ain't they they know. They ain't know. You're right, and 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 you can't knowing the man how he is. You cannot say that you're gonna do anything for this man and he not know it. Right. He's not privy to it. Right. And that's so. what my stance was. And like even some his supporters, and I'm gonna say this to his supporters. I don't care who you are. I don't care what color or race you are, because let's be very clear, there are black supporters, there are Mexican exactly. supporters, there are yep. Asians. I don't care what race you are when I say what I'm about to say. If you support anything pertaining to this man, you are a racist. Point blank in the period. You could be a racist against your own race. 
You could be a racist against another race. It does not matter. It does not mean when someone say you're racist and people hit you with, well, how can I be a racist against their own race? Baby, I've seen white people be racist against their own race and I've seen plenty of us be racist against our own race. I've seen Hispanics. I've seen them. So when I say you are racist, you are racist. Period. Don't tell me I don't support his racism and his bigotry and all his disrespect, but some of the things he stands on, like I support him. You are racist. Period. I'm not excluding right. anything. I'm not saying, oh, well, because you support, because he support um, your tax dollars. Um, that, no. And let me, let, me, let me be very clear. If you consider yourself a middle class, you should not be a supporter of Trump. If you are not rich, you should not consider yourself a supporter of Trump. That is my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. But again, I can't tell you who to vote for. But don't fix your mouth to tell me I don't support and cardone him being racist and the bigotry and all that roar that he's been spewing. But I do stand with him when it comes to taxes and health care. No, you don't. You're racist. I'm not separating. I'm not separating anything with him. I'm not. And people that support him, I'm not separating why you choose to support him. If you support him, you are racist to me. And I don't have anything else to talk to you about in regards to that. So don't talk to me about him. Point black in the period. Moving on. <laughs> exactly. If you had a, a choice of who you would elect out of the candidates that like Sparking your attention. Would uh, it be to pick? Right now? Mm-hmm. If we're talking about Booker, uh Camilla Harris, um uh Ward, Elizabeth Ward. Well, I, I can't say because I I hadn't been paying attention to them and what they you know, stand for or how they are, you know, like I say, um, I know Joe Biden have his issues and he have his mouth and he would, you know, mm-hmm. and, and uh, so I, I don't know right now. I mean, well, you notice I didn't say Joe Biden. Yeah, I know. I mean, he was, he was former President Obama's sidekick, but um, I, he's a snake to me. I feel that kind of way too. He's so. a snake to me. I feel like, yeah, he he may have been completely all the way left field wrong with Miss Anita Hill in that situation in that regard. But it's just so many little things that have irked my nerves in regards to him. And I don't view him the same way. I view him as sneaky. Do I think he has the capability of possibly being a better president than what we have? Of course. At this point, if I could. Um, But trusting him to stand for me and represent me, I don't trust that. If I had to choose right now, like right now in this very moment, it wouldn't even be a woman. Mm -hmm. It would be Booker. Yeah, I don't know with none of them. Cause like I said, I hadn't been paying attention. Right. There's too many of them right now. It is, so, and I think I think it should have been less Democrats running. 
You know what I mean? I, and that's just me. Because then you have more you have more going towards the Democrat side than having to split these votes everywhere. But, but that's fine. That's fine. I, you know, what I'm saying is they can have this during this primary because at the end of the day, then then you have to... No, we're better if we stand together. If they had had maybe two or three and that's it, running, you can narrow down better who is better to fit and represent the Democrats. Who are more trusting? When you have six and seven Democrats, you're like, I I think any mini money mo, catch well, I, a president by his toe. Yeah, but I if think he's more, better than what we have, I will choose to let this one go. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. I don't know. I, I think more. The more it should. I think it should be more. I think it should be more. And that I way, you know, in, in in these debates or whatever. I mean, and they can't raise the money. They eventually they fall out. So, right. so it's just yeah. Everybody want to get in, get in. But then after you know, then they you weave them out and you right. weave them out. Well, I, I I agree with that. I just think because people's attention be. So people attention be in other aspects, like certain people that wants to know who's running, what your stands on, what you're representing, like how are you gonna benefit the Democratic Party? How are you gonna how are you gonna represent me in the medical field, a, a, a thriving, trying to be nursed, forced education or paying these? How are you gonna help me with the with the cost of living in the South? It's killing us when the money that we're making ain't adding up. You know what I mean? You're saying that we're we're middle class status, but our bank account and checks is saying, "Baby, you check away from being poor." You understand what I'm saying? Because every time, every although they put these people in these middle class brackets, that don't mean their money is middle class. Their money is poor class. I'm sorry, and people don't want to admit that you. They're putting you this because you're making forty, fifty thousand dollars a year, right? But you got all these bills. You have children, and <laughs> for school. You're, you're paying for food, you have loans, you know what I'm saying? You have all these other things that you're having to pay. Your mo- you have more money coming out than you have Pass. coming in. Pass. And people are not looking at that. They, we're not talking about taxes. We're talking about just this past tax um, income tax time. The, so many people lost their home, had to go and get extra loans because they had to pay taxes on stuff that they wouldn't automatically have to pay because with the new thing that tax that Trump did, it put these people in a bracket where they had to pay for taxes that they normally didn't pay. Things that they got credit for, oh, they don't get credit for. But all these rich people getting these credits. How does that work? How does that how does that even happen in a country where you got poor people paying taxes? But the rich people are the ones benefiting from it. I don't understand it for the life of me. I don't understand it. I, I, I really don't. So when you looking at how much money you have coming out compared to what you got coming in, you are you're almost poor. You're damn if you do, you're damn if you don't. You want to enjoy life, but you're scared because shit, that one, two nights that you going and trying to have a little fun and relax, you scared of that $50 going to cost you. Later on, then you, we talk about healthcare, right? The way healthcare has been chopped up and reinvented to help these insurance companies is appalling. It's so disgusting to me. 
Like you have people with six thousand and and sixty five hundred and ten thousand dollars deductible. Who got deductible? Just to go to a doctor. Exactly. That's disgusting. And and we're not talking about how much they pay a month for this health care. So you're paying for health care that you can't really use. You go get a regular, you go to your doctor, you get a regular exam. You're paying two hundred and something dollars per visit. And then you wonder why people wait to the last minute to go to the doctor. They can't afford it. Exactly. So I think all of that needs to be reanalyzed and changed because there's no way you're on, you're getting, you're paying for health insurance, but the only people that's benefit from this health insurance is the health insurance, the health insurance company and the yep. rich people. And the insurance. That's it. That's yep. disgusting. That is disgusting to me. Prime example, my neighbor recently diagnosed with um, cancer. She had issues and she got only, she had the Obama Affordable Care um, insurance. And she was paying 230 some dollars, she said, a month. Her job didn't offer, but because of the, the tax that they had at the time, she had to have some type of insurance. But um, that was the cheapest that she could afford with her bills and everything else. And she was taking care of two of her grandkids. She recently was diagnosed, insurance had to be renewed so she can only get what she what she could afford so now she's paying 300 and some dollars her deductible is 5500 dollars she said ouch 5500 dollars for just her wow for just her and she said two months ago she was having issues she went and got some different tests done and they finally diagnosed her with cancer she said, of course, I'm going to beat it. But my concern is how I'm going to beat it if I can't afford it. So that's the position that she's in now. And I just was like, uh-uh. that's hurtful. It's like, you don't even have words to even express to a person how sorry you are that they're going through what they're going to go through. And then when you worked in the medical field and you see how expensive medicine is, you're like, Please, somebody let her get some Medicaid or something, cause she's don't need it. But I just don't understand how people that sit up high and run all these directions of insurance and taxes, and you see that these little people are barely surviving. But that's the point of all of this: is to keep poor people poor, cause you don't want everybody to be rich. You don't want half of the country to be comfortable. You want it to be poor people in this country. Because if you didn't have the things that you do, you wouldn't do it. And I understand it has to be budget. It has to be rules and regulations implemented and put in place so that you don't, this country isn't broke. You know what I'm saying? So that you can thrive and survive. I understand that. So I'm not saying, oh, give you a bone and I give you a bone. Hey, you want a steak? I give you a steak. You want some pork chops and mashed potatoes? I give you some too. How about you? I'm not saying that's what you're supposed to do. But you have people that are working two and three jobs just to make ends meet that you won't even approve them for food stamps. You got people that are working two jobs to take care of them and their children. You just took their Medicaid. Right. So they're trying to figure out health insurance for their children. And you got people sitting back judging. Well, I don't want to be taken care of. Ma'am, sir, she works too. She have a job too. It's just the money isn't enough to take care of things she needs to take care of. Yeah, we can argue. It's not her fault. It's not our fault that she has children. 
but is that what this country is now about? Because that's how we feel. It's very distasteful and it's very scary. So I'm I'm looking to see anybody in the presidency at this moment other than what we have right now. And that's sad to say <laughs> that, you know, anybody's better. But it's exhausting. <laughs> it is. I, I never thought elections would be exhausting, but it is. But you have O'Rourke. Is that his name? Yeah, I believe so. You saw where he talked about his descendants of slave owners and how he's been using his platform to um, change what he was able to build his wealth on and uh, the backs and off the sweat of others' wealth so that they would be able to pass down to their children and their children's children. And that was his advantage that he would be able to pass through to him and his children by him being a descendant of slaves. But he was saying that he benefited from a system that our ancestors built to favor themselves at the expense of others is what he was saying. And he said that the only increase, the urgency that he felt to help change the country. So that is what he's working for. And those have been locked out of or locked up in this system. Um, He claimed to be affectionately and like very adamant about his stance on reparation which previously he said that he he was not for it and so now he's changed that he's receded that opposition um Um, yeah he said now he's for it but uh, he also did on a thing he wrote on this site the medium where he spelled out his plan to address the disenfranchised in black communities. Um, His plans were to change education policy and underfunding. He wanted to support the minority owned business. He wanted to send healthcare professions to more home visits for the women of color to address infant and uh, maternal uh, mortality rates. And he wanted to expunge records for people with nonviolent drug offenses. Um, So he sound like he want to change he benefit from so maybe yeah that sounds good maybe that sounds good i think he's probably the most honest one yeah because i think he was running for something in texas almost a representative coming yeah. texas he almost won and he seemed like uh you know a good guy you know what i mean and seemed like he's sincere about what he what he wants to do and what he believes in so you know maybe he's a candidate good luck good luck that's <laughs> all I'm going to say I don't know I'm still iffy with who I'm going with because if we look at Elizabeth we look at Camilla we look at Booker those are my top three picks for now if I had to choose today it would definitely be Booker my second running would be Elizabeth and my third would be Camilla mm-hmm. um, but I don't know I'm still looking into some things and still looking at, you know, just how the outcome is going to be. And then I'll go from there. But we're going to move on from election because it's very frustrating when we um, when you talk about that, even when you think about it. Right. We're going over to sports. Yay! But we're not going to talk about that type of sports. We're going to do that on another episode. We're talking about tennis. 
do you think that there are double standards when it comes to let's just say let's generalize it women's sports you think it's double standards of course it's double standards of do you course. think it's double standards? i mean of course it is i mean i mean yeah you look at the pay well yeah, yeah i mean through the men play more games but still come on it's double standards but i mean when, uh, Look, don't be no sexist on this podcast because no, no. What I'm okay, saying, what I'm about to say is at Wilmington. I remember. What, no, it was at Wilmington. It was a French Open or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think when Serena had lost and that uh, that guy had won, mm-hmm. and they moved they moved him from the big one to put Serena in the big one and put him in the small one, and he got really upset about it. And he's he's like he wanted to fall. Serena for doing it, but it wasn't her fault. It was the the promoters and the and the uh, the media and the people wanted Who was her. the person? Who was his the person? Name, his name was Trin, Trin, Trina, Trina. He See, I don't know, know him, so that's probably why they moved his name. Because most of the people probably knew Serena didn't really know him. I'm just saying, shade. I don't care, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> Serena pose nearly nude in this in an untouched photo for Harper's Bazaar or Bazaar I think it's Bazaar if that's right yeah Bazaar right it was she wrote in it that it was her first um a first person story in the magazine about last year's U.S. Open controversy and her emotional exchange of message with the um Naomi um Osaka I think that's the little younger name who beat her right um to me, when I looked at the picture, it was exactly what I thought when I started reading the article that it was showing what a powerful woman Serena looked like without any help from Photoshop. That's what I thought. I thought this is a, a sexy woman that was in tune with her sexuality, that felt beautiful and bright, uh, uh, radiant, and that she felt powerful and in charge of herself. That's what I saw when I looked at it. But before I saw it, I just heard people saying, oh, she was a sellout. Oh, she changed because she's married to this white man. It was a bunch, It was a lot of just very distasting things that people were saying. And I didn't understand why they were saying it. I didn't get it. And the first time I heard it was on D.L. Hughley um, show. And so I was like, let me find out what it is that they talking about. So when I went saw it, I was like, what's the point? You know, like I didn't get it. Right. Um, the the I don't know if the if the picture was untouched or not. It didn't look like they photoshopped it or anything like that. But on the cover of the August issue of the Harper's, I think it's Bazaar, Bazaar, whatever, as part of the magazine Real Beauty issue, um, I thought she looked it amazing. Did you see it? Uh well, I'm kind of just looking at it now. You know, um, dripping. Slobbing at my mouth, but yeah, yeah it looks nice. <laughs> ain't I mean, she sexy though? Yeah, I mean, yes, she is, but yeah. So, do you think when you see that, do you think that she sold out? Do you think that she minimized who she was as a woman by her doing that? I don't know. You don't see no JJ. you see one cheek. Come on now. Well, yeah. come on, Mike. That's what you see. You, you see. Well, I mean, you see uh, yeah, a, little bit, a little bit more, but no, you don't. Well, 
Y'all be exaggerating. Like, y'all well, be, like, doing too much. Like, seriously. No, I'm just saying it could have been a little bit more... A little bit more shady just to say, hey, she she don't have on any panties. Then the, then the real- That's the whole point, but I guarantee you that woman had panties on. That's the whole point. It's like, if I wanted to or I didn't want to, this is my body. I love how I look. I love me. I'm married. My husband loves me. He support me. He's okay with me. And guess what? <laughs> Hello. That's what I took from it. Maybe I'm just a different type of breed. I mean, we're talking about a 23-time Grand Slam champion. Well, like I said, she had posed... Did you see that Tiffany necklace and them earrings? <laughs> like, bam! She had posed news before when she was younger, and it was worse to me than, than this was, you know? It was more provocative than this was. So this is This here is, like, really a, a no-brainer. You know, yeah, I because she did a post in, a yeah, now, back on Instagram, right? Huh? Wasn't that on Instagram that she did that like three years ago or something like that? I don't know. I didn't see it on Instagram. I just seen it on just just because she like, deleted it. It was it was on Instagram and she deleted the original. Um, and she, no, then I, she turned around and she posted a non-edited version of it. No, of, of a of a sexual type of picture. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was like three years ago. Maybe it was longer than that. But I know she posted something on Instagram that was a little sexual, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it was something, but yeah. But anyway, I just I think what folks are probably looking at is that she's older now. She's in her late late thirties. She's and she's still rocking it. And she's married. So, and you know, black people. You know, as we, you know, we want to hold people up high, you know, and just, I mean, because, I mean, it's, I wouldn't want this picture for but I mean, it's, it's okay. I mean, you know what I mean? It's okay. You know? Hmm. Because I, 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 I didn't think you were going to say that. Yeah, I think she's, I think, I think it's fine. I mean, but I, I don't think she had that to do, but, you know, it's cool. Mm. I don't think she had it to do I think it's a point because if people are a fan of Serena and they pay attention to her they watch her interviews they watch any photos that she's done any videos that she's done any jobs that she's done everything she do is for a reason and we're talking about a person that have did some amazing things with her career as well as giving back have been scrutinized for looking manly for ha- being too curvy having too much butt so i it's a reason i can guarantee you why she took this step that she took i think for me it was, i'm a little taken back that some men felt she shouldn't have did it which i'm surprised because most men will love it but <laughs> not just that is just the black and brown community of women bash her forward when you get on Instagram and majority of us are on there half freaking naked with our butt cheeks out. We twerking and shit. Y'all are liking these pages. You know what I mean? Commenting <laughs> on these pages with these type of women but you we're talking about a professional woman that have established herself. I this guess is stuff you can't question. take from her no matter what, how you look at it. You can't take you can't and everything she do is on behalf of standing up for women's rights women equality so i it's a reason i guarantee you it's a reason why she did it and i guess that's what bothers me it's like 
when we look at the Amber Rose of the world, people, you know, she always get mad because people talk about the slut shame show walk or whatever. And she, it's always women are hating. And it's always the women that are not sexy. Let me tell you something. I am the most sexiest woman in my body. I love what the freak I look like. Even when I talk about my cellulite, even when I talk about my flooper, even when I talk about my big ass nose, I look good. You hear me? This I know. I don't need a Photoshop. I don't need Instagram. I don't need people coming on and telling me, girl, you look good. Girl, you got it going on. Oh my, I don't need people to tell me that because I already know that about myself. The thing is, you can't have an opinion of your own unless you're a hater, unless you're jealous of somebody. And I think that's what we as women have to get out of because we already get bashed enough by some men. And when you're dealing with closed-minded men and you, when you deal with you know, people hating on, on black and brown women because of their race, you don't need your own race knocking you down. I think for some people it may have been distasteful because they are used to seeing her in a certain way. But because I see beyond just her having a butt cheek out, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. Do, did she have to do it? Of course not. Am I mad at her that she did it? No. Nope. Do I think it, it tarnished her in any type of way? I don't. Not for me. I'm still a fan. I still think she's amazing. I still, I still think she has an amazing body. I still think that she's sexy. I still think that she rocks. She wore things that I wouldn't wear. And I think that my build is not as masculine as hers. And I could probably get away with it. You know what I mean? Compared to most men have talked about her masculine ways, her masculine build. But I still don't have the confidence that she has to wear it and pull it off and still look good. And like, I will not wear it for me. And I think that's the biggest problem that we have. We judge people off of what we wouldn't do or what we think we shouldn't do or our partner shouldn't do or our daughters shouldn't do. And so we think that they shouldn't do it. And we see somebody else doing it. We're like, no, don't do that. Mm -mm, she shouldn't have did that. Gotta, we gotta stop that. But I think it's a reason why she did that. And I think the picture looks fabulous. I think she's sexy. If I was, if I was, you know, gay, I would definitely think she's very hot. No, she definitely is that, but you know, she definitely ain't, can't take that away from her at yeah. all. So, I, I, I think she look good, but that's, you know, that's just me. I'm pro woman. People get get tired of me, but then when I say something about women, we need to put our children in check and we need to fix this. We, we need to. They get mad with me. You hate no women. You bashing us. I am pro-woman to my core, and anybody that knows that knows it. So if I stand up against something that women have said or women that have done, that's because I don't totally agree with it. I don't totally see it the way they see it, but I respect us and I love us, but we're moving on. I think she's fabulous. I do think it's double standards. I don't know how we would change it or fix it. Would you have any suggestions on how we would change it or fix it? Uh, no, you can't change or fix that. That's people, people's opinion, so you can't. There's nothing you can do to change it, you know, or fix it, so to speak, because everybody is entitled to their opinion. So, right. And that's all it is. People's opinion of how they feel. So. All right, you guys, that is our time. Yes. Go to your computers, look up the elected candidates that are running or whomever, however you want to word it. And pick your poison. Find out what's important with your country and, and what's important with you and where you're at in your world and in your life and what needs changing and go off of that. Um, 
I think Serena looked amazing and beautiful and sexy. Oh, yeah. Any closing? You you summed it up very well. I always do the talking. Y'all notice that? It took a whole podcast of just me talking. But you know what? We'll be back, you guys, and we're going to talk about some movies that I think, not really movies, but a movie that I think was a hit and miss and a movie that I'm looking forward to seeing. And y'all come back and and listen. You guys share the podcast. Hit that um, listener support button. Send in your questions and comments to the she said, he said, they said at gmail.com, you guys. And um, don't be a stranger. Um, I know we are strangers sometimes because sometimes we don't record. But it's been a lot going on in my world. It's been a lot going on in Mr. E world. But we do thank you and we do appreciate the support that we have been getting. Yes, we um, do. And that's all I have. You have anything else for me? No, that's it. And like you said, we do appreciate it. I do appreciate the support. Okay. You guys, stay true to yourself. Do not let anyone else's thoughts and opinion dictate who and what you think of yourself. Continue to push to be better every day than what you were the day before. Let your family and friends know that you love them. Tomorrow's not promised to any of us. Mr. E. And if the dream is big enough, the facts doesn't matter. Peace. Deuces.